0: Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and with me for another week, or I should stop saying that because he's never leaving. It's JD. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How about yourself? Recovering. Not really recovering, but, you know, Tired. big weekend. <laughs>
1: There's big been weekend. a lot of viewing of uh, some great racing over the weekend, hasn't there? And pretty interesting stuff. Big
0: crashes. Great racing, um, a lot of time certainty things. Should we do a time certain podcast? Oh, or? I think
1: you'd like that actually. I would. <laughs> but, I, I think we'll probably go over time today, actually. Yeah, <laughs> probably
0: with everything here. But if we had race stewards it, like the Formula One and V8 Supercars time certain, it's, Ooh, this uh, is
1: what TV rights do for uh, racing these days, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's
0: it's saying okay, we'll touch on that right away. I don't like time certainty. Do you? I uh, I understand why they
1: do it, but yeah, I don't like it
0: when like formula 1 right okay this went this race went to time certain how many laps did they end up doing
1: all up uh, 50 oh god i can't remember now it was 54?
0: scheduled to be 61 laps
1: i'm going to say 54 54 all right um 58 laps 58 so why didn't off. they just do the other 3 yeah well th- i guess that's another what what are they 2 minutes a lap Ish.
0: It's six minutes. Oh, my God. Who cares? Just finish the race.
1: Yeah. it's. I look, understand for ones where you've I had underst- a massive crash and you're like, we're going to be 20 laps short. If, you know. Yeah. That, that one I agree with, you know. But I guess they, they set the rule and the rule's the rule.
0: It was only because of that one in China. Uh, not China. It was in Canada that went for like four, four hours, hours. Yeah. And it's just TV networks going, well, we can't, dis- we can't have this on for
1: four hours. I'm like, why not? I mean, most of the time it's great still watch, but yeah, I guess me the and you general are, uh, populace yeah, won't watch. Yeah, They'll tune me and you out. you a minority,
0: but you know, I just thought for the fact that they did fifty-nine, la- or fifty-eight laps, and they were scheduled to do sixty-one. Just do the other
1: three. Yeah, it makes sense
0: to me. All right, cool. So we've agreed on
1: that. Anyway, I, I think the V8 one would have been a bit harder to deal with. I think we lost what bloody nearly an hour uh, of the V8 oh, race.
0: That went. That was just so long. It really was. I
1: think we did 120 laps out of 161 laps. So it's a pretty substantial uh, amount of uh, laps been cut off that one. 125 laps they did. So, yeah, yeah,
0: you know, that's an extra 40 laps. But, hey, you know, it finished. It was 2 o'clock or something or 3 o'clock local time when it finished, Darwin time. They can run till night. They want to do these night races. Just push (laughs) it into the night. Turn the headlights on, boys. Come on. Yeah, rip those stickers off and
1: (laughs) (laughs) sponsors won't be too happy. But anyway,
0: (laughs) um, let's jump into the Super 2s because it was a very busy weekend. We had the Super 2s, the supercars,
1: and the Formula 1 all on. Um, Did you see it on Friday? Uh, I didn't get to see too much of practice. I listened to it while I was working. Um, Nothing out of the ordinary, a bit of a uh, bit of rain to confuse things a little bit over there.
0: Yeah, it was very wet, wasn't it? On the Saturday, and Friday and Saturday down in Sandown,
1: it was. It was. It was extremely wet, um, and made for an interesting uh, little little weekend of uh, not much dry running under practice when they were going into a, a fairly well dry race. So, mm. uh, well, it made very, qualifying, very interesting. very interesting on Saturday. It did. It did.
0: But we're Super Twos?
1: Super 2s. All right. What do you want to talk about, mate? Where do you start, I guess? It's a bit hard to cover Super 2s with without covering a certain story out of the main game. The main
0: game. So, all right. Sad day race to the, race to the grid, I think it's called.
1: Yeah, race yep. to the grid. The first, the first the co-driver race. race to the grid.
0: Majority of that race was pretty uneventful, really. It was uh, mainly a start. I didn't see too many passing going on. and There wasn't much talking points from that race. Then only a 20-lap sprint right up until, I think, it was um, lap 19. And, you know, people always battle hard for positions 20, 21, and 22. Yeah. God, mate. That was, say, so if you don't know, if you haven't seen this, this is,
1: we're talking about Todd Hazelwood's crash, and that was huge. Um, it was. It was, was a massive crash. Um, so Todd and, and John o. Webb got together. I, uh, what was the third car in that sandwich? It there? was a um, Nissan of... Was it Caruso or? Oh, it was Caruso's co-driver. No, it wasn't. It was um, Simona's co-driver. Uh, um
0: yeah, I can't remember his name.
1: Yeah. Anyway, that they, they they got in a little bit of a tussle, uh, coming down into. It wasn't
0: even that. It was, the Webb was following behind, the Nissan. So Todd was in a his car was already damaged. They had they sustained damage damage previ- earlier in the race, and he was sort of on just just bring this car home.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: He, You can see in the track, he's already pulled off to the side. He let them go through. He was like, I'm just going to drop behind the Nissan because, you know, there was, should have been enough room. Um, apparently, when you follow behind these Nissans, there's a lot of turbulent air behind it because the spoiler is the rear wing so big. Um, and it's really unsettled Webb's car. And did he lock the
1: front? Yeah, so Webb basically, when he fronted the, um, the judicial system after the crash... 'Cause he so basically what happened is Webb got into the the, the rear left hand quarter on um Todd's car and pipped him into the fence at well they were doing two hundred and sixty K's, Ks an hour when he made contact. I think he ended up hitting the wall at hundred and eighty, which has written off a, a very expensive uh race car.
0: Four five $500,000 done.
1: Yep, gone. Basically, but what it come down to was Webb said he made a mistake. He's owned up to it. He was uh, very honest when he went up to the judicial system, sat down in front of everyone and said, yep, I, uh, I locked my brakes coming down the straight. Uh, couldn't pull the car up. Managed to get into the back of uh, uh, Todd's car and... Jono's car ended up in the fence as well. Oh, it sustained – it was a pretty decent hit for
0: Jono's car as well. Like, everyone go oh, Todd's car, you know, huge crash. I mean, that was one of the biggest crashes we've seen. But Jono's one, if that was just by himself, it's, that's just like James Golding's crash
1: last year, which is very big. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, but there's been a lot of questions about whether the punishment fit the crime. Got. $15,000 fine. With only having to pay seven and a half. But that's all under good, Yeah, under good behavior, essentially.
0: No, yes, pay seven and a half up front, and then the rest of it's backdated, isn't it?
1: No, no. So how the, how their system works in the V8s is you get half the fine you have to pay now, and if you don't make another mistake for the rest of the year, you don't pay the rest of the fine out.
0: Ah, okay. I wasn't sure if they were like you pay half now and so then you pay half at the end of the so year. So it's
1: like a good behavior fine. We're well, um, Australians, mate. We love to have a bet, double or nothing. Yeah, yeah. So he's, uh, you know, got away with a seven and a half thousand dollar payday for him. Probably doesn't really hurt the the web's uh, budget too much, but poor old uh, well Todd's team, uh, Bradley Jones Racing. They're going to be in big trouble here because this is the it's, third car this year that has been written off for them.
0: It's an expensive year, and I feel really bad for like all the guys and girls down at BJR. They're one of the teams that seem to be, I would almost say they're like a privateer team.
1: Oh, I would they say seem like they're just they, not one of the, yeah, I agree. They, they're, they're not a privateer well team, but they're a small
0: team, but they have well above their, their weight, weight. Yeah. And to have this going through, like, for them now to have to rebuild a third car, was is this a third? Third fourth, chassis. Yeah, third year. chassis they're going to have to rebuild this year. Well, not even rebuild. This one's... Toast. Take that to the tip.
1: Yep. This one will be take it back, cut the bits off that you want. Um, Did you see when it landed, like, better, when say. they
0: got the chassis, when they got the chassis, or well, they got the frame back to the um, pit lane, like, the roof of it, like, those mass, all the bars are just, like, bent. Like yeah. directly where it landed upside down. But one thing it shows you about these cars is where the driver sits, nothing moved. Yeah, it was. Um, and we are so lucky that we've actually. This is when the leg protection is
1: mandatory. mandatory.
0: <laughs> so you, they, whoever uh, said to them, put that rule fo- forward right now is sitting at home going,
1: Told you so, mate. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, very, very lucky because this is the first mandatory meeting that was at. Yep. Um, And I don't think I'd, BJR was say pr- running them before. No, they weren't. Um, I'd hazard to say that they w- definitely, Todd would have had a fair bit of leg damage from that crash. It was such a a big uh, spinning crash. So the, the car flipped a few times when it hit the wall. Flipped and span and it was everywhere. He's lucky his hands to be, so, to explain a little bit more, when Todd's car hit the wall, it, it delaminated basically the shell of the car. So there was not many panels left on his car by the end of the uh, the spinning and stuff. Everything off. So no roof, no doors, rear rear part of the whole bumpers, everything off the car. So it was lucky Todd's hands and arms didn't actually manage to make it out of the cage. Oh yeah, when
0: you see it when it was there when it was upside when where the car finished, and you can see looking into the car, you're like, there's nothing going to protect him now, except for the fact that you know the drivers do sit a foot and a half. To so two feet yeah. inside the car. It's not like your normal road car where you're sitting right up and you've got the door up against your leg. Um, yeah, yeah. They they
1: do sit well in board, which was, um, which was good.
0: But it was just good to see everything. And then the fact, like, he walked out and then 45 minutes later, he was in a Super 2 car.
1: Yeah, what a stellar effort from him. And managed to get a podium at in that same to race. To
0: third, yeah.
1: I mean... Come on Todd mate your start was a bit bit poor bit, in that bit race shaky, yeah. yeah
0: What do you do just have a big crash you're saying <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah um and great effort from him for the whole weekend after that to c- continue to get back out there it would have been pretty difficult um, There's
0: an there's an article on supercars right now saying he had to keep the crash keep blocking out the crash in his mind throughout that weekend to keep racing um and I was saying I noticed the talking between Skaify ingle and just Jess, Jess Yates on yeah. the board. She was like, He ne- he can't race. He needs to have a break and Scafy and Ingle were like, No, no. This is gonna sound mean, but he needs to get back up on that horse and go out there and do it again.
1: It's true, it's true. It's one of those things you let if he had gone home and uh stewed over it for the next three weeks before Bathurst or two weeks, I can't remember how long it is, but three weeks. Um it probably would have done him more harm than good getting back out there, proving to himself he's still got it, he hasn't lost anything from the crash. And you know, he's going to go home and still think about this crash, it's going to probably affect it's him gonna, for a long time. Yeah, um, especially this is the first crash Todd's had where he's been to actual whole car.
0: Yeah, well, that's what he says the first time since dirt carts that he's
1: flipped a car. Yeah,
0: um, and I mean, this is no fault of his own, it's not like he had driver error here. So I'm hoping that he can sort of just, yeah, right, you've got that thing back in there. But I also want to, sorry, I'm a bit all over the shop, but I, wanted, I I would hope that he takes a bit of confidence away from this, going he can trust that car. He's been in one of the biggest crashes that I've seen and walked away from it. It was only today yeah. that I was thinking back at um, Lowndes' crash at Cedar Park where he rolled his Commodore over and over and over, and everyone stopped. Lowndes was out of racing for like two months after that because his leg damages and stuff like that. Yeah, in the car now, he could have walked away from that.
1: Oh, I agree. I agree. The cars are so much safer these days. It's um something it's really to good. A lot, yeah. Everyone that good. puts the time and effort to build these cars, design them. So another thing that was actually pretty crazy from the weekend, Todd's actual major sponsor, Jason Gummersall, who owns Big Big Mate, Big Mate and yep. and uh, Seek, um, managed to bin his Tirana pretty bad as well. Ah, did he? Same wall flat out went in hard and that car looks pretty second hand mm. uh that's going to be a hard build for Bathurst as well in 3 weeks well at least There's they a- don't
0: have to build Todd's car for Bathurst cause, i mean well yeah
1: exactly yeah his commodore's fine didn't get a scratch on it yeah his he did uh kept his nose clean todd's a pretty clean driver so it, um yeah it i know this wasn't this crash was not his fault and everything as well so um it's a, it's a real shame. Mm-hmm. A,
0: it is a real shame. Um, we're kind of in super twos, yeah. but I really just want to, I don't want to go too much into the the whole racing and stuff. But I want to talk about Bryce on the sad day on the Sunday. Sorry, on the sad day, Bryce was he admitted that he did some errors. He wasn't really proud with his driving on the sad day.
1: I think there was a few people on the sad day. Um, that didn't really impress me that much. Bryce was pretty... Uh, Average? Yeah. he had, he had Well, he locked his brake pretty well. He got on the line when it was still wet and locked his brake. And then the next, uh, next lap, I'd say he was pushing too hard and managed to make contact and stuff like that. Um, I think a lot of the drivers, there was so much contact and safety cars and stuff in that race. It was starting to begin... Uh, I've got in my notes, basically, sometimes you're going to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Yeah. Because these drivers are driving so aggressive and so defensively that some of these drivers were going back four places or three places trying to defend one place. Yeah. Um, I
0: I noticed that, but it's saying like... The driving has gotten better, like when you look at, say,
1: Clipsal, The competitiveness is pretty crazy in that class as well. I think there's some... It's very hard because not all the cars are the same level and stuff like that. So, you've got people that are probably better drivers and worse equipment trying to outdrive someone in a better car and stuff like that. So, people are overcommitting and stuff like that. It's it, it is quite a, a quite a hard little series that everyone's in, mm. and uh, it's starting to show because we're starting to get too many of these races are starting to get too many safety cars. Yeah, lots of safety cars.
0: Um, but in the qualifying on the sad day. Bryce really put it together. I think he qualified fourth, was it?
1: Yeah, Bryce started in fourth position and uh, managed to get a crack- cracking start. Yeah. Absolute stellar start. And then it was
0: Todd and Anton that sort of come together.
1: Yeah, what was your view on that, actually? I was going to ask you about that.
0: Um, I haven't rewatched watched it enough. I, 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 I missed this race live, actually. I got a me- text message from you going... What a great job by Bryce! And then I turned on my Foxtel app and dragged the little thing back as far as it could go, mm-hmm. and I got the green flag at the start. And I was more watching Bryce. Um, well, with Anton wasn't
1: like sc- Scaphy. Uh, was it? No, it's it was Greg In-
0: Ingle and It's um Greg, Greg Rust and, and Greg Murphy.
1: Murphy. Um, the Gregs. They were of the opinion that it was just a racing incident. I beg to differ. It was a pretty. Look, he he did it was a racing incident. He outbraked himself, and he took yeah. out the guy that's fighting for a championship. It was it's, Anton was pretty. It was a pretty big move, and what was yeah, I don't what was see what
0: doing? Oh, they start on the front row, and so yeah, Anton would have tried to push Todd out wide,
1: and that's why Todd got stuck on the outside. Well, Anton locked the brake coming up the inside, and managed to escort Todd off the road and uh, himself off the road. It was something that you saw
0: a few times throughout the race, though, to be honest, when they're trying that passing opportunity into Turn 1.
1: Yeah, well, I think the track was a pretty tricky track over the weekend. I think the the conditions, no one had enough practice time to set their cars up 100% perfectly. Mm. So it's definitely something that happened over the weekend that people were making more mistakes and stuff like that.
0: He did recover up to seventh, though, because I'm it pretty was, sure that was, Todd dropped back, like, to
1: last, basically. It was a stellar effort from Todd. He really managed to get through the pack really well. And so, same with Paul Dumbrell, because Paul Dumbrell had a shocking qualifying and actually started out of P10.
0: Yeah, and then, like, to come home third in the race, I was like, where'd you come from? Like, up seven spots. That was a really good effort.
1: Yeah, he got gifted, obviously, a couple with the the, pen- the penalties and stuff that were coming through. Um, But, yeah, really, really good effort from him.
0: What's your thoughts on Bryce and Shea Davies?
1: I I don't know what's going on between those two, actually, to be honest. Because Bryce seems to have no issue with Jack. No. But he has runnings with Shea. Yeah, a lot. Um, I think Shea definitely thinks that Bryce should be backing him up, not uh, that they should be equal. Look, I could be speaking out of terms here because Bryce is a mate of mine, so I probably see it very much from one... Point of view, but I definitely feel like, uh, yeah, that Shay's probably, I don't know. But he, see, I think if the way I feels probably threatened by Bryce now. Bryce is in quite a quick, quick car, yeah. is
0: in a car equal to a wrestling. But I was like, to be honest, if if you want Matt White Racing to play the team game, shouldn't they be trying to help Jack?
1: Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't, I don't think either of them have not helped Jack, but. So far this year, I think they've, no, they've, they've all both been pretty been good quite for well. him. Um, but yeah, just Bryce and Shea have come
0: together. Well, they're a probably few times battling now.
1: now for really the team's second spot of mm. who's going to be the the you know the second best driver in the team. No offense to either of them, but Jack's got a lot more experience. So um, I think both of them probably tell you that Jack's probably the number one driver in the team. Yeah. Um, and only time will will allow them to surpass him. Uh I don't know. It's it they've definitely got a chip on it. Maybe it goes all the way back to the incident last year at Townsville where um Bryce managed to make a mistake and he, he piled in the back of um Shay Shay and then Shay. Yeah, give him a clip around the ears in the pits with a uh, smack on the helmet, which was I a- I was not a big fan of. But um Maybe it goes down to that. Maybe there's a little bit of history that you know that, that's there between those two, a bit of tension. But I don't know. I, th- I feel like sometimes um, maybe Bryce made some mistakes, and Shea's holding him to account for them. But then Shea does stupid things. Like in the, uh, this is my point of view from what happened in the race in that second race when yep. when Bryce moved across to get back on the racing line. He's his teammate. He shouldn't be sticking his nose in it. Mm. Just making an awkward position. He wasn't going to get past Bryce there. No. He wasn't going to make... Probably wasn't even going to get past Bryce on the straight either. He needed to un- overlap and fall in behind. Yeah. And and, and follow Bryce through the next thing. And he did wait catch for up a, with
0: Bryce. Because Bryce did make that mistake where he locked the fronts.
1: Yeah, and wait for a break where Bryce makes mistake and then pass him. But no, he, he was being very pushy and, and got up the side. Him, it
0: cost Shay positions like they were on. I were on a track for a one, two, three.
1: Yeah, um, Shay ended up punting someone else off as well. A couple of people actually, and well, Shea he got finished seventeenth. Well, because he he actually finished in fifth or something, but he ended up with time penalties. Ah, so um, he ended up a long way back from his time penalties. This from is his
0: hurting his championship.
1: Let's just,
0: I just, I'm interested to see the um, championship standings in. The Super 2s. Where is this? Sorry. You reckon I'd have all this stuff up. (laughs) Paul D'Umbrell is now leading the championship. uh, 49 points ahead of um, Todd Hazelwood. Jack LeBrock trails 196 points. Okay, so Shea Davies is in fifth. He's 542 points off. And, yeah, Bryce 11th. But Bryce half the year wasn't in a competitive car. Yeah. And Bryce has also been docked 35 championship points. Shea, 50. all the Nissans have actually taken a good a penalty. Anyway.
1: Yeah, um, so yeah, that's, that result. was you Yeah, And um, big shout out to Bryce. Second, uh, that's his best, best uh, finishing yep. um, so far, which is stellar effort, tricking conditions.
0: The thing now that really annoys me is like, yeah, right, he got the podium, but he doesn't get to go on the podium because they was do... was the same. They only yep. do the
1: um championship the round. Yeah, round win. Um, why, why do they
0: do rounds and supercars don't do rounds?
1: I don't know. Wrong person to ask. <laughs> no, I'm asking you. <laughs> give me my, <laughs> Give, me, the give me an answer. Um yeah, it was great and uh well, Jack LeBrock's back.
0: Yep. He's he looking good. very good.
1: Yep, they they did a test day uh a f- uh, week before this round, I think it was. Right. Midweek. And they um, they, he said they have found a few things in the car that he's liked and it, it's helped them a lot. Because so. they've,
0: they've definitely improved since Sydney Motorsport Park where they're out last. And both those, Shea Davies and Jack LeBrock had issues.
1: Yeah, it's um something that this year hasn't had the consistency that he had last year when he was with uh, PRA. So it would be good for him to get back and get that, that consistency back. So he can really start battling. Definitely,
0: Jack definitely made the right move though because you look where... Um, Gary Jacobs is, he's like seventh and he's just hasn't, he's had that one good round.
1: Oh, I agree. I agree. Um, I think this championship has been a whole lot harder than last year. There's a lot more current model cars in this championship now compared to last year, which is, mm. it, it's changed the championship completely. Um, so, you know, you've got 15 play, fifteen people you got to beat now, not like eight people yep. sort of thing. So it's, it's really, really changed it and um it's for the better. It's very competitive. We've seen some stellar efforts this year from all sorts of drivers, you know, Will Brown, there's all sorts of these drivers in there that are great drivers and mm. really uh it's really tough and tough to get out there and get some wins or even podiums. So it's good S- effort from them all.
0: Yep. So everyone in um Super Twos, well done. You know? Let's, keep let's keep, keep it a little on. cleaner. <laughs> uh, time certain on that one, they've just been told we're done on the Super Twos the supercars. Oh, red flag. Yeah, red flag. We got now to wait.
1: Yeah, let's fix the tyre wall.
0: All right. So should we just talk about the race? Cuz the I I'm not a big fan of this race of the qualifying thingy and um we talked a little bit about that. Actually, how good was the Erebus car in those races?
1: Yeah, yeah, and in qualifying. Mm. Very very Looked quick. Good. And yeah. Luke Yildon
0: actually did a very good job.
1: He did. He did a really good job. Um surprised me a little bit too.
0: Yeah, I, I before we started recording, I was like Richie Stanaway and uh Matt Campbell, my two standout ones. And now I'm thinking back on my like, I'm going to chuck Luke Gildan in there as well.
1: There was quite a few good co drivers this year.
0: I uh, don't think we have
1: bad co drivers. No, I, I agree. I agree. Um, I mean I know no, we've
0: got better ones, but when you think about it, like we said only a couple of weeks ago we've got so many good drivers that we can't we don't have enough cars for them.
1: It's true, it's true. Um some of them some of the co-drivers probably come with budget.
0: Yeah, like Dean Canto.
1: Um I don't think Dean's one of them. <laughs> you don't think
0: why is he still there?
1: Uh I think cuz he did another VRA mistake. Do you like him? He might be bringing sponsors. I don't know. Maybe I, just has, I just think I he has. I just think he has
0: to have some connection with bloody Dunl- uh, Dunlop. Dunlop with Bolo. He's always in the Bolo car.
1: Possibly, possibly. Um,
0: I mean that's just me just guessing. I have no idea if he brings a budget or not. But I wasn't impressed with Dean Canto this weekend.
1: One thing from qualifying, I actually wanted to talk about, other than Todd's crash, yep, in the the race to the grid, um. Wink up on Simona in the qualifying session. I didn't see this Okay, well, Wink up was on a a fast lap and Simona blocked him for about, I don't know, four corners. And Wink up was just rattling her back bar the whole way on the straight. Did she get a penalty? No, I don't think she did. So that was really interesting. That's the one thing I noticed out of the race that I was like,
0: whoo. She's still not quick, Simona like i thought we've given her enough time now that quickly hey not even a whole year she's yeah <laughs> yeah i i i originally thought that she'd be showing a lot more pace by now
1: i think you got to give her another year
0: we we'll give her another year like another year like sand down next year or so we see how she goes in clips or
1: no nah, sand down next year i reckon See how she is at Sandown next year. Is Did she, she sign a three-year deal? Three years, yeah.
0: All right. So we're going to see. Remind me, Sandown next year, she better be up there. Otherwise, she probably, whoa.
1: She, she'll probably tell Google to remind
0: you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll set it up. <laughs> get a, I'll get a little remind me bot. Oh. Uh,
1: yeah. It's, um. look, she's still struggling a little bit, yeah. But I guess it's hard. It's such a competitive field.
0: Mm. And she's it's not, not like the rest driving. of the
1: Nissans are really setting the field alight. Yeah. And sometimes she's up there with them, depending on the track. So it'll be interesting to see how she goes at Bathurst. I think you can judge her more off Bathurst than you can any off other round. Else. Yeah, because this will be a
0: third attempt. Yep. All right. Let me judge the shit out of her next round.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you will. <laughs> it's
0: not like me to judge people, <laughs> mate. I give everyone a clean slate. Let's Let's get it done. Well... Let's what 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 about the race? Let's talk about the race. Red Bull, they my big
1: yeah, they're my big one that I wanted
0: to bring up. Threw it um, away. I mean, one th- quick thing about the red flag that was really handy because uh, I don't know if any of you guys out there were watching the big fight on <laughs> Saturday. Um, it, was, it was Sunday afternoon local time, but it started the same time as the race. I was like, oh god, how am I going to do this? Red flag. I was like,
1: doesn't matter. I can watch the race. I can watch the fight. <laughs> Um, Mind you, Michael does have four screens in here at this present time, so (laughs) I'm pretty sure he could find a screen or two to watch one or two things on. Uh, I was (laughs) juggling
0: which one was having audio.
1: That's not including a phone or an iPad or a tablet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's just two computer
0: screens, TV and a laptop. Yeah. (laughs) I can get some more if you want. I had three screens, but I don't have enough desk space.
1: (laughs) Anyway. It's pretty crowded in here, That's enough about my desk space.
0: Um. Yeah, anyway, fight was all right. But I got to watch it all. Ended with a draw. A draw? 12 rounds into a draw. And then now everyone's like, crack the shits, going, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. This is not the episode to start talking about fights. We've <laughs> still got the rest of the 500, 500, 390, uh, yeah, 394 Ks to go and a time certain Formula oh, I 1 I race.
1: Cov- I thought I covered it already. Oh, <laughs> ah, you're done. Want to go <laughs> you back know, to the Red fight? Red Bull. <laughs> Red Bull, Yeah. <laughs> yeah they-
0: so Red, they threw it away.
1: Yeah, Red Bull went a little bit aggressive on tires. Uh, must have been cambers, to be honest, which seemed to surprise Scafie. Um
0: Would you reckon it was that big bloody hole at the end of?
1: I don't know. It's like I think or maybe two? the TV they have in the com box is too small because they kept saying, "Oh, look at him! He went off the he went off there into the." I am like watching it on my TV, going, "No, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't hit the hole. He 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 managed to stay on the concrete the whole time." And um, then they're like,
0: there was no warning. you like, and then like you watch the onboard footage of um, Paul Dumbril, and you're like, he
1: knew that tire was going. Oh yeah, he said he could feel it when mm. they interviewed him later. Yeah, he's like, oh, I could feel it started to get a wobble, and he's like, I I had a feeling what I, I knew what it was, uh, and then my worst nightmares sort of come true. It, it delaminated and managed to shred a bit of guard and put a pretty race. big smoke show on pretty quickly.
0: Fifty odd seconds they lost.
1: Yeah, it just... It's
0: really hard to make r- up on a, a an extended sprint race.
1: Um, It was just such a, I don't know, shame for them, really, I guess is probably the best way to put they it. They were going to win that race. And then Shane was coming through the field from all the way down the back of the field and gets right up the front again, and then, bang, they lose a tyre too.
0: Shane's Ma- strategy was a pretty decent call. I liked it. Yeah. Him starting, in the, main, he's, him starting the race?
1: Yeah, and the same with um Lowndes. Uh, they got up a fair few positions to begin with. I think him and Lowndes got eight positions on the first lap.
0: Yeah, like Shane was like, I knew he started like 18th or something, and then you're watching the footage, and then he's like, oh, yeah, he's in the top 10, and you're like,
1: how? And like, <laughs> Yeah, it was just, they both had Alonso starts, I guess we were talking about before. They mm. Like, you know, amazing, just Just a rocket boom. off the line. Yep, got out there and and got after it. Um, and then, obviously, we had the red flag from another crash at this infamous wall. Yes, well, there's been a lot of talk about this wall.
0: Turn six, I believe. This yes, doesn't matter, man. We got two more years,
1: and then we're never going back to Sandown. They need to do something about it. I, I did actually watch because I watched the the Foxtel coverage of it, not the, not the Channel Ten coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I was on Facebook today, wasting time as usual. And I come across Larko's um, little bit of Facebook Live that he did while he was trying to fill in some time in the red flag. Yeah, yep. And he was talking to Gary, well, not to, just to Gary, to Gary and Barry mm-hmm. uh, Rogers, the Rogers boys, and he said, "We've got, you know, we've done all this stuff to cars, trying to make them safer, you know, Hans devices and the roll cages and, and the leg protection and all this stuff to try and make these cars as safe as possible. Yeah, we just track tires in
0: front of a concrete wall.
1: Yeah, and then we don't change the tracks. Yeah, you know, We're trying to make it safe as possible and putting all the emphasis on the teams to make it safe as possible. And then a track that has an infamous corner that's really dangerous and I'm surprised no one's died in that wall because mm. it's no runoff on a yeah. very, very fast straight, you on a tricky double sort of apex corner renowned for racing in the wet there, too. It's just...
0: And you 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 would have seen the highlight package they put together with the car that rolls over the Amco and, like, rolls on the front and, like, the windshield is landed on the barriers and that.
1: Yeah. That was scary. I think um, what Larco actually said, because I, I've read a lot about it. There's a lot of stuff going on about this at, on the internet. It's going nuts. People... Everyone has a right to an opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, the good old saying, their opinions are like assholes. Everyone everyone's got one. one. Yeah. And
0: we have a podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and th- this opinion so has a podcast. Ours is more important. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, but yeah, the, everyone's got an opinion on it. There's There's a lot of stuff. Probably most people aren't I guess there's a lot of talk. people are talking about putting the, uh, oh, we'll just put a sand trap in it. I think it's probably a little bit quick and maybe I we'll I don't get think some, a sand trap uh, would work. Uh, some rollovers or we'll get people skating. And then I read another one was, oh, you ramp the sand trap up to the tire wall. I'm like, oh, so you're making a ramp. ramp. Yeah, yeah, to <laughs> launch over that fence. When <laughs> you hit a ramp at 260, whether it's made of sand or concrete, it's still a ramp.
0: they've got did a great job of keeping everything inside the track. I think Larko's idea was probably the best one. What was his one? We'd we'll just straighten it and just get tarmac. rid of the
1: turn. So move the fence back. Yep. Get rid of the armco where it is. It needs to move. It's got to go further away. Uh, And tarmac it. So if you come off the track, there's still grip. Yeah. So the cars the will keep retarding how, the, the how speed. How money
0: did that get? Oh. By the end of it, when they're coming off... I know this is why Like uh, um, Taz Douglas, when he went into the wall there, he would have just... He would have felt like he sped up when he went off the ground. Yeah. Because it was so muddy, and you're just like, that's just no grip at all. But I... I One I, of the
1: Porsche races, a bloke was just, just off the track mm. and, and took a lap and a half for him to get the car moving again. It was just sitting there.
0: I don't think anything's going to happen to it.
1: No, I don't think so either. If because it's got such a short contract, and only, the government won't want to spend money on it.
0: 2019, I think, is when they're doing it, and I don't think they're renewing it. I think they're going to get rid of Sandown. they houses, units whatever redevelop it
1: it's hard i guess i don't i I honestly don't know i should probably do a bit of research into it so we can comment but um there's a race a horse race track in the center of it obviously um i don't know what they're going to do with it it's
0: i've heard that they're um yeah it's going to get developed into housing or something yeah because the ceo of supercars wasn't even at the track this weekend he went over to the formula one
1: yeah, yeah, you were telling me this story earlier. I hadn't heard anything about this, so you, if you want to get into that.
0: He's gone over to have a chat with Chase Carey and the leaders of Formula One. Um, because the new Liberty Media were really impressed with the supercars in Melbourne, um, and they quite like them. So they've given them, I think, temporary or a special official s- Formula One support category license or rating yeah, allows them to race for points.
1: Is that why we now accumulate points for, towards super licenses in Fiat in, yeah, super? Cars? No, I think
0: that's an FIA thing.
1: Uh, yeah, okay. That's
0: okay. an FIA thing rating that the category as a high enough, whatever tier level. level. Yeah, um, I mean, still, it's not like GP2, you can win that and you automatically qualify for a super license. Supercars, you need to win it like six years in a row to get remotely close to it.
1: Yeah, it's a bit funny. So It's a it?
0: quite low ranking, but it will help you. Anyway, it helps you progress through the right categories. If you're racing supercars, if you're winning championships in supercars, you're not really thinking about going to do Formula 1 or something.
1: It's, yeah, it takes a while to progress into supercars, so your chances of going to Formula 1 after yeah. that. Uh, everyone listening to this show would know that <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not likely. Um,
0: but anyway, so James Warburne was over having a chat with the rest of the Big head montros of Formula One trying to get them to be more of a support category. They want to do the Singapore Grand Prix. They want to do the um I was about to say Korean Grand Prix, but that hasn't been around for a while. The Japanese Grand Prix. They want to do the Malaysian the that one's not happening either. They want to do the Asian leg. Yeah. Um and the thing is, Singapore and Sandown always clash but they don't care because they're like, they would rather go to Singapore than race at Sandown. And there, there's James Warburton said he's open to moving the 500 to a different date.
1: Mm, very, very interesting.
0: Do you think supercars? I mean, this is crazy. We, we, I know our statistics a little bit and we do have a pretty decent international audience. And I'm about to ask a question going, do you think supercars have an international appeal? Like enough to draw in big crowds? Or do you think they need to piggyback off the formula one?
1: I think we need to piggyback. I think if you piggyback for a few years, the international audience will grow. So not just the TV, probably not so much because uh, let's be honest, how often do you see any of the support categories at a Formula One race? None. I in don't Australia, think it's any. I, look, overseas, GP2 it probably is, is a lot better.
0: gp 2s quali- um done.
1: Yeah, in, in in other countries, in Europe, the coverage is probably a lot better. But it's in Australia, like we the, just plug it in soon as, like, oh. It's 2 hours till the start of the race. There you go. You or not even feed. 2 hours, an hour I think before the start of the race. Here's your feed. Yeah. Um but then I think it'll be like support over categories. in
0: Europe and stuff like that. There's probably a bit like how the form, the V8 Supercars is for us where you turn on the Fox 506 or whatever the whole channel is. Yeah, um, and you watch and it all day. And it's just everything from the track. It's yep. the basically the camera feed from the track all day.
1: Yep. Uh so I guess maybe in Europe they might get that I'm not sure but the people that are going to view it at say a Singapore Grand Prix you know lots of very rich people lots of influential, influential people and it 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 is good it would be good for the sport to get that sort of coverage mm. in front of those uh let's say business owners and stuff over there and it's a good spectacle you're going to get a lot of spectators to that event like it's huge uh, a lot of Australians already go to that event. Yeah. It's one of the most... Other than the Australian Grand Prix, it's probably got the most Australians going to it. Mm. Um, so according
0: it, to Crofty on the commentary, it's just a quick flight from Perth. Oh, just a quick, what, Six-hour six, hour seven flight. hour flight? <laughs> <laughs> it's three quick. hours from Darwin. <laughs> yeah, three and a half, four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess, but it's like hell quick considering they're coming from... Um,
1: yeah, yeah, I from understand from what they're uh, doing. England, but... But, yeah, so it's, it is – it is. I think it's good. Mm. I, I hope it doesn't cost us too much money.
0: Yeah. But because it would be interesting uh, to see, like, are they going to take away Australian races or are they going to do more races? Yeah. Because I assume the support category races are going to be those quick, short ones.
1: Well, it depends. Do we get, like, a Carrera uh, Cup sort of style race? Mm. Where, so Carrera Cup in, in Formula – Oh, uh, super, super cups Cup. and stuff super, like that yeah, they yeah. get decent length races at the formula one yeah true so they'll get a, a 25 or 30 lap like and it's not huge it's not enduro or anything but it, yeah you know, it's enough it, it is a, a short it's enough to spread sprint, the field out sprint round to give you a bit of excitement give enough room for a safety car and and be able to get the cars off the track or whatever and continue racing not just a Bang, safety car. Well, everyone miles as well park it in the lane because we're going to follow a safety car for another six laps and the race is over. Yeah.
0: I I hate, like, when you when we went to Dubai and I think we had a 12-lap race. Yeah. I was like, oh, 12 laps? What's the point of that? I yeah. mean, I know when you go Formula 1, 12 laps is a lot quicker than a V8 supercar, 12 laps. But still... I just don't see the point of flying all the way over some
1: place and doing three twelve lap races and be like,
0: "All right, boys, well done, good job, come home."
1: I agree. I think we need to probably push our case to have a decent length race. Um,
0: but the the good thing is Chase Carey really likes the supercars and likes the
1: show that we put on. I think supercars is pretty well run, and I think it's um, yeah, it's probably appealing to them. We already run as a, a support category in Australia mm. for them. And uh, I think if they can add another class that they work well with, when w- works well in Australia, it, it'll work well in Singapore as well. It's going to be interesting though if we race in Japan
0: with the Supers, because you know how like everything's you got supercars, super twos, super U's, and now Supercars has running management control over the Australian GT, which they want to rebrand to Super GT. Yeah, how's that going to go in Japan? We well, they already have a Super GT.
1: There you go. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> but they won't
0: bring the Super. They won't bring Australian GT over to the Formula no, One. No, of course. But anyway, um, let's go back to the race. The the race. Um, far out. We're running late. <laughs> um, Richie Stanaway, mate. What a job did Richie do? Still an effort, wasn't it? Mate, he needs to have a main t- main game drive. And look, I know. I Where do we
1: give him a drive? Who do we pluck Jason out? Jason Bright, get rid of him. I think he's already got a contract for next year, but doesn't he? Yeah,
0: because he owns his car license. He owns the rec license. He's got to go, but he does. Mm.
1: Ah, something interesting. I don't know if you Maybe. um
0: if you heard. Sorry. Okay, I'm just going to put this out there, guys. We're probably not going to do a full recap of the 500k race. Um, just putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, something I heard. Do you hear Lucas D'Umbrell might be going to Fords next year?
1: No. So, PRA, they're, eh?
0: yeah, they're looking at, um, Your sorry, we've got team. a big, we've got, <laughs> I got, got a big grin on my face because I'm like, we're not doing the 400. We're not doing the race. Let's talk about other random stuff. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're looking at going to PRA to get cars. Now the thing I don't, dis- the thing I disagree with what I read. Was they going, oh, well, you know, our cars are no longer competitive and, you know, the Commodore is not, not a good package for us, blah, 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 blah. And I'm going, hang on, mate. You had a great car in 2013. Yeah. You, the reason why you're uncompetitive and you're sh- struggling to, uh, yeah, is because no you haven't changed the car since 2013. Yeah. That's what? Nearly. Four that's years. four or five years. Yeah. Four years undeveloped car do you think they've even put a new part on the car apart from I, I broken parts
1: i don't know to be honest and it you have a very valid point and it it all, all goes back to what you keep talking about do they deserve to be there do we need a I a think underlining factor that says well if you're not going to try and be competitive like nothing against lucas dumbrell you know the They've gone um, through a lot. All the team, you know, it's they are trying very hard to be where they are, but it's just a place where people go to buy a drive in an uncompetitive car
0: to try and prove that they can do something good, and then p- picked up by another team. But yeah, we don't need that. We time. have we have a whole category for that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I try to stay out of it, but I don't I, I jump straight in. Yeah, I know you jump straight in, and um, but. It's definitely something that needs to be looked at because the gap between them and the rest of the field is is is, is giant.
0: <laughs> It's not even. It's it's getting bigger.
1: Yeah, exactly. As, the, as everyone's developing, they're not developing. They so need they're just to be walking told away from them.
0: At the end of this season, you've got one more season. You don't finish last. Like, yeah, it's. I don't know. I just see it and just be like, they need. We've got that many other good, strong cars in development. And you've got a couple of teams now looking. You've got, you know, the likes of Todd Hazelwood going, look, oh, I want to get in the main game. Do we need to buy our own team or do we need to move up? You've got Matt White that is looking at going, I can run cars in the main game. Yeah, and it's, we've it's got it's Lucas Dumbrell holding up two rec licenses. It's definitely
1: something that's a, it's a real pickle. <laughs> you can't see the look on his face but he's like, Yep, we've talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> it it is true. I don't I don't want to harp on about it, but um Lucas is not listening to this show. So don't, oh, it's, don't no, think... it's not that, it's not that. It's I just uh, look, I don't I don't wish anyone out of the category because the category needs to be strong with as many competitors as we can get in it. it um, with but him in the it, problem it is it's not strong. The problem is at the moment. We're sort of holding up the the rest of the field with uh, a very low standard of racing at the back end of our field. Low experience in the drivers, drivers changing in and out every meeting. Like it's yeah, just not and that's getting to good. be a joke. It's not good with um, their
0: third car. With their third car, the second car. It's just
1: yeah. I I understand what's happening there. People are buying drives, or. He can't get anyone in the seat to buy the drive and he doesn't want to put a full-time driver in it and pay them. So he's just putting people in the car. They should s-
0: sell his license and just go, boom, there you go,
1: Todd. I agree. Bring your I, car across. I agree. I, I, I agree with that. That's what I my thoughts were, was buy a license off Lucas D'Umbrell and, uh, or hire the license off Lucas D'Umbrell. Mm. And uh, that helps them run Alex's car next year as well, maybe with a higher standard.
0: Yeah. Because the thing that I really got a bee under my bonnet when I was reading this article about them going to Ford was all the commentators like, yeah, finally, back in a competitive car. And back to the point of there ain't nothing wrong with a bloody 888 Commodore, that's for sure.
1: I'm sure it's a first-gen Commodore. Maybe they might not be able to um, put all the updates on it that they're running around on on the on the 888 cars now. Um it's something that needed to be assessed earlier. They they'd run around for too long in an uncompetitive car. Those cars probably wouldn't even be competitive in Super 2s.
0: That's exactly what I was talking to um, one of my mates today about. Yeah. Before um, yeah, we started recording, I was saying they would struggle in the Super 2s. They would get flogged in Super 2s.
1: Yeah, and um, that's that's a real show. That's the development series. The, the cars they're running in the main game aren't up to the same level as development series cars. That's not a good look.
0: And like, you know, no respect. No disrespect to Lucas Dumbrell Motorsport and everything, but there's some outfits in Super Twos that look very professional, more professional than Lucas Dumbrell. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> anyway, <laughs>
1: you, you, Michael's like, you give me that look again. <laughs> 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 You're like, we've talked about this. We've talked about <laughs> it. Anyway,
0: that's that's. I've got that off my chest.
1: It's true, and I agree with you. And. Um, it's Something not... needs to be done, but I don't see a good way about it. No.
0: Um, Cam Waters, mate. First race win. Back to changing the subject. Um,
1: <laughs> We're back on the 500, back everyone. Back on the 500. The 500 that was not 500.
0: <laughs> Five, yeah. Um, all right. Let's. We'll just quick finish that. What a skid. The skid was amazing. That. Richie and Cam, right? They didn't put a foot wrong all weekend. They didn't put a scratch on that car all weekend, right up until Cam blew the tire and ripped off the rear guard.
1: Oh, I looked at that <laughs> when they parked it in uh, at the the podium there. I'm going, Whoa. Tim Edwards is probably not going to be happy about how much damage he just did. But what? How a skid. much?
0: How much damage do you reckon he really did? Like a rear, oh, a, no, rear it's just panel. a rear quarter panel. They it's probably just, a just
1: that's fine. They've probably
0: got a stash of them at the track. Oh, yeah. I don't think... You need a spare one. Cheap. I'm pretty sure... Um, <laughs> there's a couple of rear quarters that got flown off the cars <laughs> yeah. that, um, of Todd's Can't car. can pick one up off of Todd's. All right. Anyway, so just quickly round out the top five
1: of... Uh, my predictions were not correct.
0: <laughs> no, neither I, ours were.
1: I think it could have been correct if maybe Red Bull did Didn't. what I said they probably would do. and no, aggressive and... Oh, no, well, when we were talking about last episode, uh, yep. if anyone wants to go back... um. We my pick was Jamie. Mm-hmm. Uh just because of the experience in the team and the and the two drivers and everything. We you know. And we
0: also picked Shane too. Yeah. No um,
1: Shane was Yeah, Shane was for that one. Uh but I think they just yeah, they just a little bit too aggressive on the on the strategy or on the tyres, not not really their strategy 'cause they they were in the same ballpark as everyone else. But a little too aggressive on car setup with cambers and uh it really cost them... I think Jamie would have won that race pretty well. Yep. Um, but yeah, great effort to Stanaway and Cam. Yeah. And you got Scotty and uh,
0: Alex Pramat. Yep. Alex
1: Pramat showing that he can really um. Well, yeah, that's I two mean, years in a row. Because yeah, he did it well last year.
0: Um, Chaz yeah, Mostert. Good and to Steve see. Owen.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that I really enjoyed seeing Chaz back up there. Yeah.
0: Good to see the two Pra cars.
1: Well which is what they were talking about yesterday. yesterday. One, two, three for Ford. Pretty yeah.
0: ominous. That was um. That hasn't been done in a long time. I think since 2000 and something, they were saying.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it is a pretty good effort from Ford. And, uh, well, you've got two pretty competitive teams now, Ford. Mm. So it's looking a lot better for the championship that way.
0: Um, Garth Tander and James Golding come home fourth. That's a good
1: result for them. Yeah, Um, I think that was probably higher than their um, expectations were, and that's pretty good. You got Fabian Coulthard and Tony.
0: Tony D'Alberto in fifth. Um, And yeah, Jamie Wincup and Paul Dumbrell come home in sixth. What, uh, just quickly before we finish up on the V8s, number one car for liveries, your pick?
1: We were talking about this, uh, and look, it's hands down for me, HR, oh, sorry uh HSV Mobile 1 racing the Walkinshaw car uh Scotty Pies car the O2 yeah wow down, 1 he had the it, racing
0: it, co- they had the the overalls the same
1: Ah, uh, it was just breathtaking it was a, it was a replica um Peter Brock coloring from back in the I'd say 90s early 90s
0: yeah i would say that
1: you know the the old uh dark blue, black sort of color with the, the white. It just... I don't know. It just... It just looked good. It looked what I wanted looked, all the
0: other cars to be like.
1: It looked really good on the car. Um, Something I noticed with Retro is just white. Yeah. I think
0: that's because back in the day, you used to buy a white car and just put stickers on it.
1: Um, The other cars... I thought the Gary Rogers cars looked quite good. Mm. Um, The Penright car looked pretty good. Yeah. But... In Red general. Bull cars
0: grew on me a little bit, and so did oh, the Caltex did. one.
1: F- I think it's very hard for Red Bull and Caltex with such modern brands. Caltex probably less, but Red Bull, to they it's don't really have a vintage It's really hard to make thing. Red Bull look vintage. Yeah, um, but they were the ones that really got me.
0: But yeah, it was definitely that. The Walkinshaw car was fantastic. All right, let's jump over to Formula One. This one probably won't be as long because there's really only the first... Kohanna and then not much. Oh, there was lots of overtaking stuff in between, but...
1: Well, practice, Red Bull, very, very fast. Very dominant. Friday,
0: Red Bull. Saturday, Red Bull.
1: Yeah, and uh, Vettel was very, very quick in qualifying Saturday. Uh, I was listening to interviews with Daniel, and basically Daniel said that even if he had got a perfect lap he doesn't think he could have beaten Sebastian he said we didn't he said i think i could h- get maybe 2 tenths mm. but not 4 tenths to get back to sebastian so he said that was pretty special lap from them um ahead of that hamilton finishing or sorry qualifying fifth. yeah good,
0: they were really off the pace on the sunday
1: not very good for uh, for mercedes with his rear gunner being even further back in I think was six or seven. Six. Yeah, so not not good at all. Bit of a mixed up field to be honest, uh, compared to normal. We had some a double um McLaren Q three Yeah, that was that was really good for
0: them. I mean this was a a track that they were aiming for a podium race win.
1: Yeah, it, it was a um a pretty pretty good showing from them in, in qualifying. I was I was really happy with that. Um, when we got into the qualifying, Massa had a bit of an incident, broke his wheel. I, I was surprised that could keep going actually with how much damage it did. It snapped the whole rim. Yeah. That was a, that was a pretty big shunt. Uh, Alonso got third fastest in Q1.
0: Yeah, I seen that. There was someone posted a picture to Reddit of the Q1 results and they're going, now that's a top 10 that you haven't seen in a while.
1: Yeah, that, that was a really good effort from, um, from them. Uh, then race day. Well, did you watch the pre-race before we get into the race?
0: Um, a little bit. I think I did turned see, on when they were talking about the safety cars.
1: Did you see, uh, when the drivers were doing their parade lap and the, the lady hopping in different cars with all the different drivers?
0: Are you talking about the cock block? The no. Cock block? no, there was a, there was someone posted saying to Reddit and it was I assume it was on the parade lap. But someone, obviously, she was getting a little flirty with someone, and then another driver jumped in. But anyway, no, I didn't see that video. But oh, is that
1: with Vettel? Vettel
0: and Hamilton, I think. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, Hamilton, I thought come across pretty arrogant. I understand he has his race race day procedure and stuff like that, but there's a lovely um, British presenter that that does. She does a lot of stuff with Mercedes too, which Mm. was I was surprised to see how what he was saying maybe it's all tongue-in-cheek but it didn't come across that way uh she basically had been hopping in the different cars sitting with the drivers and as they're doing their parade lap and talking to them doing interviews yeah they stopped uh vettel and hamilton's cars and she was talking to vettel and then hamilton come running over and said, you know, come on, let's get this on the road. I want to keep going and blah, blah, blah. And she said, oh, okay, well, I want to come over and talk to you. And she's, he's like, no, you can't. I've already done my interviews. Ah. And then she's like, I'm going to hop in the car. He's like, you can't. And she did it anyway. And then she's talking to him and asking him questions as they're going and around the track. Uh, he goes, you know, you're going to get in trouble for this, right? And it just come across really arrogant. I, it mm. really put a bad taste in my mouth when I was watching it. I was not... Didn't like it because he he didn't need to be like that. It's just his fans are trying to. I understand get in he wants to you know wave to the fans. He's and like stuff this like is that. my music time, and then, um, he's like you're gonna get fined for this. And then he basically put one of his earphones in and acted like he didn't want to talk to her anymore. And she started asking him more and more questions, and he sort of loosened up a bit and started answering questions then. But it was very awkward and mm, hard to watch. I didn't
0: see that. No, I, t- I turned on when they were giving the rundown of the safety cars. Oh, uh, when they were talking about the medical car? Mm. They did. That was, that was a good little interesting big, thing.
1: Yeah, pretty big thing into that. Um, while we're not quite into the race, might as well get through some news for the Formula One. What happened, mate? What, what's well, news? I don't
0: know what's happened in the world of
1: Formula One. Tell well, there's everything. some there's some pretty big stuff. Obviously, we've got Honda is now with, uh, signed with Toro Rosso for next year. Wow. Uh, Renault see is that coming now <laughs> with McLaren? Um, yeah, you know. Carlos Sainz was best off kept to? secrets of Formula One. One hundred and one. Uh, Carlos Sainz is off to Renault on hire. Yeah. Did you see? Not Renault sold Ricardo? Yes. And then Ricardo it.
0: said, I oh, don't blame him. I'm fast and good looking. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty uh pretty good. Um Jolian's not happy. No, he, he
0: found out by um the internet.
1: Yeah. Look. I don't know. Don't be that. stupid, Jolyon. <laughs> you knew this uh, was coming. look, he's underperformed. He has had a pretty unreliable car and not done Mate, he finished sixth. He did. Yesterday. He did finish pretty well yesterday. He needs he lose his... his job every week. But he's uh his teammate was probably going to finish on the podium if he didn't have car drummers. I don't want to talk and about Nico not bad. finishing on the podium. Uh, yes. Um, anyway, we'll we'll get into that in a second. Uh, Bottas has signed for Mercedes for another year, only a year contract, but by the looks of it. Um, yeah, there seems to be
0: a few drivers because Sergio Perez only signed for one year as well. I think next year, there's year's too many drivers coming up in 2018.
1: Big, 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 big um, silly season next year. Aston. Martin yes. here. Well, they were pretty blatant just going, yeah, mate, we're coming. Yeah, the, the interview gr- pretty good. On grid. the grid walk. I don't know if he was meant to give out that much information. It felt a bit revealing. I was like, well, everyone else is not saying much. And you're just like, well, we're coming. <laughs> yeah, you
0: ba- he basically, the guy from Aston Martin said, well, we're interested to see what the new regulations are in 2021. Yeah. Um, And, you know, if that fits our plan, then we're happy to be, you know, an independent supplier. Um, and but we still want to. We still need to get involved. Um, prior next year. Yeah. to start getting the brand recognition in the Formula One. So, yeah, I think we're going to be looking at a Aston Martin Red Bull car.
1: Yeah, yeah, powered it's by a
0: Honda in two thousand and nineteen.
1: Yeah, it's, look, we'll wait and see. You never know. Honda could really move forward next year. They're pouring probably, I don't know really, but this they're pouring a lot of money into it. I'd say they're developing faster than any other engine now. This is something that's gonna
0: could come back and bite Mclaren on them. Oh. they've got nowhere to hide now, no next year, next year, if they have a crap car, it's down to them. They can't yeah. blame Honda. they can't. don't get
1: me wrong, look, I think they'll probably be uh up there with Red Bull, but I think they'll be slightly slower, but that's just. My thoughts. I think Red Bull developed their car better. I think McLaren probably started the year with a better car than Red Bull did, but Red Bull definitely developed their car very well over the year. Yep. I guess that's that's the news I wanted that's to talk about. Yeah, that's, that's pretty big news, to be honest. Well, there's so much from this weekend. It was crazy. We probably missed half of it, but that's the, the bigger the bigger points, to be honest. To
0: yes, the big thing is Carlos Saints on hire, not... Sold. They were
1: very, very adamant everyone wanted telling to, everyone yeah, about that. Yeah, Christian
0: Horner wanted to let everyone know that, no, he's on lease for 12 months with an option of being like, come back. Because see, Ricardo's a free agent next year. And this is, the, he said, Um, he, I did see the little interview he had with Brundle with the drive to the track, um, where Brundle said, you're a much better driver on the road than Max. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was um, pretty funny. But yeah, Ricardo was saying that this is the first time, it's going to be the first time in his career that he can actually negotiate
1: yeah, well, he's been with Red Bull for a very
0: long time well, now. He since was a with their driver. junior drivers, and they got him into HRT. Yep, and then they got him into Toro Rosso, and then they've given him the drive in the main game.
1: Yeah, it's it's something that's uh, going to be interesting. And I did see an interview with Max, and he's like, oh, "I start negotiating next year." I'm like, "Pretty sure you're signed for 2019, but performance not, clause." Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. He's. Sounds like he wants out of the team, yeah. the way he was saying it. Um, I think Daniel will take a Ferrari or a Mercedes seat, but he is will adamant take nothing less. Yeah, and he, but he's adamant that he does not want, like his contract will have that he has to be an equal driver. Yeah, minimum yeah. of equal driver. He will not go to Ferrari and play second fiddle for Sebastian, like Kimi is. Yeah. Um, that was a big thing i think he was trying to put out for everyone so and i can't
0: like i can't see bottas leaving mercedes he just seems to be like a
1: really good fit he's not pulling he's not doing well enough Uh bottas no offense to bottas but he's really disappointed me this year yeah yeah
0: he's had the race win he's had a couple of podiums
1: he's had equal fastest car to hamilton and hamilton's leading the championship and bottas is in
0: True, and Third it's not like Bottas has ever actually really challenged Hamilton.
1: No, I think he's had a couple of times where he's shone, but he's been very weak at other events, like extremely weak compared to Hamilton. Uh, maybe in another year's time and he'll develop a bit more, and at the, this time next year we might be singing a different song, but mm. he's he's really struggled. At the more difficult events, he's not Sean.
0: All right, well... And
1: that's l- a bit like Palmer. What I was talking about before with Palmer, oh. he's had lots of dramas and stuff like that. He's but when had he's had of... chances, he's yeah. not taken them, and he's he's never shone. Even when the car's running okay, he's never driven exceptionally. Mm. And you and can see when someone's driving car, a bad
0: well, car, but when you pull a bad car
1: to a higher position, everyone's like, "Wow!" Like you
0: may have only got fifth or sixth or
1: something, but you're car... even a, you know tenth or something, you mm. know. He, Majority of the years, finished outside the points and 11. his teammate has been finishing in the points. So I know they haven't had equal cars and it's very hard for everyone to uh, get that into their heads, but he's never shone in a moment and still finished 11th. That's a sign. Move on. All right. <laughs> so let's talk about the start of the race. Well, it was just before the race, yeah, it started to rain on the pre-race. Um, and I went...
0: When when Martin was doing his grid walk, and you can kind of see a little bit of rain coming down, I'm like, "Ah, nothing's on your shirt, mate. I don't, I don't believe it yet." When when it starts landing on your shirt and starts landing on the track, let's let's have a look at it. When By the end of the grid walk, you're like, "Brundle, your shirt's very wet."
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, and then during the national anthem, it really started to come down. It was perfectly timed, I think, for the <laughs> to make a wet race, wasn't it? Well, it shook things up, made it exciting. It did. It made. But then, uh, do you think it took away the race? It obviously did, I think. Mm. Well, you never know. The, the, Miles will jump into the controversial incident that All started right. the, the, at the start of the Singapore Grand Prix.
0: Well, we didn't have to go far, did we? No. I don't even think we got
1: about 200 metres. <laughs> yeah,
0: 100 metres past the start-finish line, and we've already lost three cars.
1: Yes, so we had a an incident. Basically, we had Sebastian starting off pole, Max starting off second, and Kimi starting off fourth. Fourth. Mm. Uh, kimmy got a blinder Great. of a start Great Sebastian start. got off the line sort of mediocre and so did Max now kimmy has gone for the inside of, of Max and Max Se- got an alright start Max yeah. got a better start than Vattel. Uh Sebastian's come across to sort of close off Max to tighten his line up for the first corner so that he can get a better run through the corners and and hopefully get in front of Max Sebastian, I don't think, knew that Kimi was coming up the uh mm. the, up the, inside. In, the inside of Max and had nowhere for Max. Max couldn't move over. Max got stuck in a Ferrari sandwich. He did, and uh unfortunately wiped the top three cars out. And then and managed to smash into Alonso in the meantime. Alonso
0: who had the start of the century. He did. He just went, went up flew up the outside. And like this is what you said, he does this at Singapore. It's a risky move going around the outside of turn one. About a 40% chance of payoff. So, 60% chance he's not going to pay off. But I think he thinks he's also the 60% chance the Honda's not going to (laughs) start. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, you know, it's pretty good odds for him. Just unfortunate. Like, this shows you how lucky Hamilton was that he didn't get collected up in this too. Because Hamilton actually
1: got a really good start. He did. Hamilton got a a very, very good start. It was Ricardo that had a horrible start. Ricardo was the worst one out of the top sort of, uh, I'd say, 10. But he said that's what saved him. It probably was, to be honest. He would have been up in the mix of it um, and had nowhere to go when they all slid across the corner. He said he was just far enough back that he knew where they were going to go. Yeah. He knew they were going to slide off the corner, um, and unfortunately for Alonso, would have been blindsided. Alonso come so fast around the outside of everyone that he didn't He'd really time. get to see it all unfolding and uh, wouldn't have even known it was He'd- coming.
0: He got hit, did a 360, two wheels in the air, landed on the ground, kept driving.
1: For a, quite a long time afterwards as yeah. well. Yeah.
0: And they're like, oh, you've got no data. It's because your computer's been ripped out, mate, and it's dragging behind you. You've <laughs> got changed. a hole in your AirPod. You're missing basically half your flooring.
1: How quick was that car still? He was doing he was, pretty good effort he was, for a very damaged car. Yeah, he
0: really started to fall off the pace by the end of it, though.
1: I think it started to get very hot. I think he was having traumas with heating at the end there. Mm. Um, Erickson's crash over the bridge. How did he keep it off the walls for that long? Yeah. It was like... It was a very hot spot. Yeah. um, I guess it was probably still wet there. And that really...
0: Hamilton was not impressed with that incident. He was like, why? We've got a virtual safety car. Let's use it. You're like, mate, you you guys are so spread out. That's why you've been stuck behind the safety car for so long and... No one's caught behind you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I we know why they did si- it. It was silly. I oh, I I know why he said it. He's trying to push them to use a virtual safety car more because it's in when he's got a lead it, it affected him a lot being pulled back to the field. Um which was not great for him, but for the tracks. People then the track safety it needed to be. It's a very tight spot where the car was. It's a it's it was just bridge gonna be built too difficult.
0: in like the early nineteen something. Yeah, nineteen twenty, I think. Yeah. Not designed to have Formula One cars go over it.
1: Um at piled in the wall. Uh Hamilton when the safety car come out, the team decided to not pull him in and change the tires. Yeah. What was your view there, mate?
0: I was surprised Ricardo went in early when no one else did because I was like our oh, intermediates they'll be all right they you know you know they should get some decent life out of them um but I liked how I liked Ricardo going into it because he could sort of like be a bit more of aggressive Mercedes couldn't afford to be aggressive they needed that track position they needed to keep that they couldn't afford to give it up and we knew that the Red Bull had pace at this track more than Mercedes but yeah so what uh, Ricardo hit the wall saying in practice or qualifying oh, uh, yeah,
1: so if we want to recap uh Ricardo clapped the wall in uh, in p three and damaged practice. his gearbox um yeah, by looks of it, he's damaged his gearbox um because they they didn't have too many dramas in qualifying um but in might have been even qualifying that he he clipped the wall, I'm trying to remember here the long weekend of racing, but they basically we're nursing the car through the whole race um which was a real letdown, to be honest because I was looking for a stellar race here and I was messaging my mate who
0: said oh Hamilton's got this mate this was like after the first lap incident when safety car I'm like yeah yeah that's right he's got the lead but don't worry the Red Bull is going the car's going to come to Ricardo and you know the track will dry out and the mes- the Red Bull is going to show its true pace and we'll have a good battle on our hands
1: yeah, I thought so too. I think half the world did. Um, it's never happened. The commentators were even a bit perplexed by why, why, why when's he coming? So Is he saving tyres? Is What's he doing? He when's he coming? So
0: cautious on the radio. Oh, how are the tyres, you know, how's the track condition, Daniel? He's like, oh, yeah, it's still too greasy, still too wet. These are the right tyres. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, we need a pit for dries. Yeah, I it's think maybe he on. was
1: trying to make sure that he finished the race in second yeah I think uh watching some interviews, which was quite funny to be honest, I'm um, sure you would have seen a certain event yeah post race interview um but anyway, we're watching some interviews, and he basically said that he knew from pretty much the get go that they didn't have the pace to hang with the Mercedes every time he pushed hard uh he he just couldn't keep up with Lewis's time. He doesn't know where he got the, the, the pace from, but he definitely had the pace to win that day. And um, Daniel's car definitely didn't.
0: No, it didn't. But it was a good result.
1: And it was like, a very good result. Shook Three up, like, years in know, a row, he yeah. finished second. And that's four podiums in a row for him there.
0: And like Carlos Sainz did also a very
1: good job this weekend.
0: He finished fourth. He was very happy. Do you hear his boom shakalaka on the radio?
1: Yeah, the, the engineer. Yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. awesome.
0: That was good. Uh and Palmer um also like we said, you know, he lost his job and um he learned how to drive, finished 6. That's when I said before I didn't want to touch on Hulkenberg not well, finishing up. It was the a race. big yeah. If he finished on the podium, he, was he would equal. have equaled Adrian Sutil, but maybe he just wants the record.
1: Maybe he does. Um I mean, he can't catch a break. Honestly, he's been nearly on the podium quite a few times. And what was
0: it? Hydraulic. Like they've come into the pits for some reason, then all of a sudden they're going to line. Oil in. Leak. Oh, is that what it was? And they yep. tried to put more oil into the car mid race.
1: Yep. And then they had to retire the car because it wasn't enough. So it's just you, crazy. Like the stuff that happens to that guy. I know. <laughs> like he he's so unlucky. I've never, I can't remember the last time I've seen where they had to fill a car back up with oil. Mid-range. I've never seen it. I, I'm sure I've seen it before, but it's, uh, yeah, basically never. It's not a, not a never. common occurrence. <laughs> Normally when you're low on oil, they're like, switch it off.
0: Don't yeah, drive exactly. it back
1: into the pit so we can top it back up. <laughs> so um, that was a really big letdown and uh, a real shame for Renault because that was going to be, a re- well, their best finish of the year. Yeah. By far.
0: Also, well, Stoffel Van Dorm, another good, I mean, this is what happens when you take out three, top three drivers <laughs> you get and a lot of, of people finish check out high. these guys they're getting the points like Stoffel van Dormen seventh like, yeah it would have been 10th um <laughs> yeah. but still this is when these small teams the mid-pack teams oh. need to take advantage
1: uh, it is true
0: it is true um Lance Stroll once again showed that he can drive in the wet
1: he did he he outdrove Felipe Massa with a, a great finish there
0: um, and Esteban Ocon is continuing on his good form of finishing races in the points. I know it was only tenth, and he was running a lot higher.
1: I think they had a drama, didn't they? Yeah, they had Ocon? an issue. For they saying. they split the they split the strategies between Ocon and and right. Sergio. Yeah, because they don't want them on the track together. And uh, well, that they made that pretty clear as of a couple couple of weeks ago. Um, but and. Unfortunately for Ocon, it just didn't work out for him this time. I think he had the pace of Perez, but just with the strategy, it just didn't work for him, unfortunately. Mm. Um, and the last couple of finishes were Felipe Massa, Pascal Fairline.
0: That was it. 12 yeah. finishes.
1: Yeah, it was pretty rough.
0: Now, um, I'm about to go on the Mercedes website and buy my Hamilton hat because that's who I think is going to win. I'm not buying a Hamilton hat, but... um that's who my money's on now.
1: It's true. It's true. It's very hard. So after the DNF for um, Sebastian from this race meeting, the championship is blown out a little bit now to 28 points. Yeah. Um, it's,
0: I just don't, I don't see the rest of the tracks. This was a Ferrari dominant track. This was the one where Ferrari's going to get a one, two finish and, you know, Mercedes are going to be nowhere, but it didn't happen. And now I just don't see Mercedes falling off as much. Like we go, now we've got Malaysia, which, Mercedes.
1: Yeah, it, look, Malaysia's going to be a, a different one, I think. There's, it, it does have downforce and high speed. So that should be uh, a bit more of an equal track for both of them, I'd say. Mm. Um, Japan? Just,
0: what do you think, Japan?
1: Japan could be better for them,
0: I think. Then we got United States which I think, I think would be is, uh, Mercedes. Mercedes. Mexico?
1: I think it would be Ferrari.
0: Um and I think after that is Abu Dhabi. Uh Brazil? Oh yeah, Brazil. Sorry, I can't scroll across on this.
1: Yeah, it's silly, isn't it? But um, yeah. Yeah, it's a real shame. I was looking forward to no offense to anyone out there that didn't want Sebastian to win, but I was looking forward to Sebastian winning this one and taking the championship to the next race meeting, and we're having this to-and-fro battle for the end of the year. But it's kind of given him some breathing space now. Yeah,
0: like Hamilton can get a DNF, and Vettel can win a race, and Hamilton's still got the lead.
1: Yeah, that's played right into Hamilton's hands. He's got to be thinking this is going to be his next championship. Number four. Five? Four. four?
0: Yeah, he'll equal four yeah. with um, Vettel. Well,
1: so, yeah. That's, that's that's, okay. Singapore Grand Prix in a
0: nutshell. In very much in a nutshell. Wow, man, we talked more about Super 2s than Formula One. <laughs> uh, we should start with more Formula One. <laughs> if you want us to start with Formula One, let us know. All right. So Malaysia Grand Prix. Who's your tip? Hamilton. Bottas. Ooh. No. <laughs> Sergio Perez. Uh.
1: I'm gonna. Plug Sebastian. I think he needs to prove now. This will be a big one for him. If he comes back and wins this, it's because
0: he he pulled a drive of a champion out of his. Yeah, I think back that's pocket. what needs to
1: happen. I I feel like probably Hamilton's gonna win. Yeah, uh, but, but Sebastian
0: needs to prove that he can do it.
1: I feel. Yeah, I I'd say the logical part of my brain says Hamilton will probably win the next one. The my heart says Sebastian.
0: But my body. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What about yourself? Um,
0: Just Hamilton. I'm reluctant to say it, but (laughs) he just, after summer break, he's just.
1: What's he up to now? Four four wins in a row?
0: No one had won a consecutive race before Hamilton, and now he's won three in a row. Yeah.
1: So it is starting to blow out the championship. It's starting to run away. Um, Ferrari hasn't had the best tracks for them, I'd say, the last couple. No. Until this one, and they kind of threw this one away. Yeah, had no fault other than their own. Yeah, uh, I don't think you could blame Max at all for what happened. It was just no. Nope. A a I did a incident. screenshot
0: of the tweet that Ted was talking about.
1: Oh, that's right. Um, so there there, there was a tweet put out by Ferrari's Twitter, and at it's Scuderia now, Ferrari, yeah, the
0: official one's got the little blue tick.
1: So, uh, what's come out of Ferrari is someone put that up obviously from Ferrari, but it wasn't not uh, approved to go out and someone's put it up and they're not overly happy about it because they, they said it's not their view. Because the, the tweet reads,
0: V-E-R or Ver, Ver took hashtag Kimmy7 out of, out. then he went to hashtag Seb5 at Singapore, uh, hashtag SingaporeGP. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, mate. They, all you, all you need to do is read the re- first reply underneath that one says, "No, Vettel pinched Verstappen, who had nowhere to go with Kimi on his left. Get new glasses, guys."
1: Yeah, look, and I, I think
0: th- that tweet's been deleted now.
1: Yeah, I think I think it was. I um, screenshot it. Lucky that you got the screenshot because I think it was pulled down fairly quickly. So, uh, yeah, not not a good look from them. Uh, they need to get on top of that sort of stuff because. That's just blatant lies, yeah, and not not on, I don't yeah, it shouldn't have gone out it, there not yeah, that's it's you unprofessional, shouldn't.
0: that especially that was done during the race,
1: yeah, very unprofessional, um, the
0: Stuarts did say it was just a racing incident,
1: okay, I was actually interested to see whether it was no judicial get action any over Singapore penalty points or not,
0: I think it was one of those ones that
1: it was wet, it's wet, you couldn't Three see there was a one. lot of
0: spray, this Vers- a love Verstappen. Sebastian had no idea that Kimi was coming up the inside.
1: Yeah. It was a pretty typical race move as well.
0: But then that being said, is maybe Vettel should have thought about his championship a bit.
1: I agree. Um, I think Vettel should have maybe thought about if I consolidate second today and not have to win this. I know he wants to win, uh, but he would be in the lead of the championship right now.
0: Mm. Yep.
1: So, well. Oh, well. All right.
0: Well, I think that's us because we've got Singapore and then... Oh, we've yeah. got Malaysia and then Bathurst the week after.
1: I was going to say, is Bathurst the week after Malaysia,
0: okay? Yeah, because Bathurst is the... um, Yeah, so we got 10 days away from Malaysia and then we're 16 days away from Bathurst.
1: Ooh, I can't wait. Oh, one thing from the retro round... Yeah, yeah. ...which I'd just like to plug my all my retro gear I was wearing. I hope everyone was wearing something out there. Um, no, man, I watched it naked. Oh, okay, well... The, retro. the are really retro. <laughs> yeah. Caveman <before> retros. <laughs> um, I wonder why no one come around. <laughs> something, I can't remember who it was. Was it, ooh, was it Courtney maybe? Someone was saying, why don't we run the retro gear for the whole of the Enduros? He said, it costs so much money for us to change all these liveries and race suits and stuff for one round. He said, it's so hard on the teams. He said, why don't we extend it? He's like, everyone loves it. It gets a, a restounding, like everyone, all the viewers, we love it from home. Yeah. People yeah. at track love it. Uh, it makes sponsors sales. Well, that's that, that would be the only the thing. The
0: sponsors really like it. Do they well, want their crazy old logos while they're at Bathurst, which is the number one Australian motorsport thing. Most eyes on TV. in for well, motorsport that I weekend, feel
1: there's there is a yeah, I think there is a bit of positivity from that. Like so some of them are getting you know, people that might not have brought us a, sh- a shirt are buying it because it's more of a novelty. Maybe if we did it every year it, we'd all get over it. But you know, it does have that sort of thing, you know, you go out and buy it because it's something different. Yeah, yeah. Um I don't know. I understand what you mean. It like is a lot of effort considering, you know,
0: the walking shore guys. Like we'll just—that's the first one that come to my head. Like Scotty Pie and Warren Luff, they've got their weight race suits, and I—I I can tell you, next round they're going to be wearing the red ones.
1: Yeah, it's—it is true. Like the, it, it's hard on them because you know they're spending tens of thousands of dollars for one meeting. It's more money on race suits than like stickers. Oh, designing time and stickers and doing all that sort of stuff would take money.
0: Yeah. I understand it's a lot of effort for one
1: round, but the
0: thing I can't stand is the bloody retro ads and stuff like that that they kept playing on Fox. Oh,
1: the joke ads. I turn off. The drivers.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't watch any of that crap. Nah. Oh, I thought it was funny. Nah, as soon as I they start. When they start going back into like, oh, and here's the TV and it got all the blurry. i might make mate, I have a 4K TV for a reason. I don't want no blurry. <laughs>
1: Oh, you old stick in the mud, you. (laughs) I am grumpy. Anyway, um, look, mate,
0: uh, Time certain, (laughs) plus one lap. So that is us, done and dusted for this week. We will be back in two weeks' time um, to recap the Malaysian Grand Prix, which, you know, after this weekend, it's going to seem easy. We didn't talk about Formula One this week. We're definitely going to do it in two weeks. Yeah,
1: it could be exciting. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Mm. So, yeah.
0: Once again, thanks, guys, for listening. Um, feel free to leave a review on any of your podcasting apps wherever you get the podcasts from. Um, if you have any questions or anything, hit us up um, at, on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash breakinglate or email us at breakinglate at gmail.com. We do have our live show coming up in November, um, which will be the final episode for the year. Um we will have more details of that coming up. But yeah, don't forget November we'll be doing our live show. Cool. Cool. Well we'll see you guys next two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks after the Malaysian Grand Prix. Alright. So see you guys. Bye. Bye.